0: Hi, this is Mark Graven. Welcome to episode 31 of Lean Blog Audio. It's March 10th, 2015. Today's post is titled, 10 Ways That Lean Respects and Supports Healthcare Staff. One of the two main pillars of the Toyota Way Management System is respect for people. That's something I've blogged about a lot over the last 10 years. And if you want to uh, see uh, a link, um, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio31. Respect for people is a critically important and necessary component of a lean transformation effort. You know, Toyota has referred to both respect for people and continuous improvement as equally important pillars of their management approach. As Bob Emiliani says, it's fake lean, as he calls it, if you only focus on the continuous improvement pillar and ignore respect for people. Well, in contrast, hospitals have been guilty of many practices that are not respectful to staff or to patients. This includes unfortunate situations like hospitals tolerating surgeons who yell and throw things in the operating room, and hospitals not doing everything possible to truly make safety a top priority. There are also the mundane and harmful situations where staff are not listened to and their ideas are ignored. Now, Lean provides a philosophy and a management model that should be nothing but good for staff and patients. The idea of respect for people might sound nice in principle, but what does that mean in a practical sense? Respect for people can be illustrated in uh, these 10 ways and, and probably more. Number one, ensure people have what they need to do the work. Now, if you get to tour a Toyota plant, you'll notice how they put a lot of effort into making sure production team members aren't having to run around to search for tools or supplies. A lean hospital would ensure that healthcare professionals have what they need to do their patient care work. And this includes having the right amount of equipment and supplies, making them quick and easy to find, and making sure things are working properly, among other things. Two, don't put people in a broken process. We often hear the lament that hospitals have great clinicians and great people working in a broken system. Well, it's frustrating to doctors when they're always behind schedule, and it's frustrating to everybody who's working in an overwhelmed emergency department who has, that has patients waiting in the hallways for days. Now, we shouldn't stress people out by expecting superhuman performance to outweigh poorly designed systems. That's a recipe for errors and burnout. Three, don't drive cost-cutting through layoffs. The traditional healthcare approach is cost-cutting, and since 60 to 70% of a health system's cost is payroll. That's where executives usually look first. And these cycles of layoffs might harm quality, even though the layoff announcements always claim, quote, patient care will not be affected, and it definitely hurts morale. The best lean hospitals, including FEDACARE, have some form of no layoffs philosophy or a no layoffs due to lean policy as they find other ways to reduce costs through process improvement and some CEOs, including Gary Passama from uh, North Bay Health in uh, Northern California, have realized that the old cycles of layoffs haven't really reduced costs and they're now using lean as an alternative. Four, don't overburden people. Unfortunately, hospitals overburden staff in a number of ways. I've seen nurses with 80 minutes worth of tasks uh, to complete each hour, it's impossible. Now many people talk about muda, the Japanese word for waste, but we also have to pay attention to muri, the word for overburden if uh, if we're gonna have a lean culture. Working an exhausting 12-hour shift or multiple shifts in a row might very well be an unreasonable overburden. Overburden leads to errors and harm to patients, and to reduce this overburden, we need to reduce waste and free up time or five, have proper staffing levels. Now, lean teaches us to, to not throw people at a problem, as I say, but there are times when I've seen a department that's actually understaffed, and therefore the staff are overburdened and quality suffers. There are many times when lean can, can be used to reduce staffing levels, but that's best handled by redeploying people to other areas, by growing and providing more care with the same staff, or not replacing people who leave through natural attrition. Now I've been involved with lean projects where the data unmistakably showed that an area was understaffed and that then got corrected. Facts trump opinion or feelings on whether we're over or overburdened or understaffed. Six, give help and support when needed. Now when staff are struggling with overburden or other problems, managers need to be there as supportive servant leaders. We don't leave overburdened staff to fend for themselves or to be tough. You know, a lean culture doesn't look down on people for speaking up when they need help. Again, when visiting Toyota, we we see how employees are encouraged to pull the and on cord, and they get help and support instead of getting scowls for stopping the line. Seven, not blaming people for systemic errors. In healthcare, most problems, errors, mistakes, and harm are caused by systemic factors, overburden, poor training, and, and other systemic factors. It's not just lean that believes and teaches us, but we, all, you know, we can also see uh, just culture as a methodology. It's not fair to expect people to be careful in a bad system or when they're overburdened. Lean helps us move away from the traditional name, blame, and shame healthcare environment. And it's not just the nice or the right thing to do. Stopping the blame game is the best way to protect patients and improve quality. Eight, let people do meaningful work. Lean leaders help connect people to the mission and the purpose of their work. A lean culture doesn't just ask why when problem solving or investigating a root cause. It also starts with why and explains why work should be done a certain way. We don't want people to be busy, um, to just be busy, including searching for supplies. That's busy, it's not a good kind of busy. But we want them to be able to care for patients and focus on the work that's the most meaningful, as we saw with uh, what they called the loving care approach from Holland. And if you want to see a link for that, go to leanblog.org slash audio 31. Nine, work to your level of licensure. In line with doing meaningful work, Lean focuses on, for example, letting nurses be nurses, letting doctors be doctors, letting medical technologists be med techs, let pharmacists be pharmacists, letting anesthesiologists be anesthesiologists. It's not at all difficult to see people doing work in a hospital that really should be done by an assistant or somebody with a lower level of clinical training. Hospitals often have a shortage of uh, support staff. While that might seem like it's saving money, um, that's, that's not true if the lower level of, let's say, laboratory assistance means that you're paying a more expensive med tech to do that work. That increases costs and demoralizes staff if they're not allowed to do the right work. 10, listen and engage people in improvement. And of course, Lean respects people by making it safe to speak up, by listening to them, and by engaging them in the Kaizen improvement process. This is such an important concept that Joe Schwartz and I wrote our, our Healthcare Kaizen books about this, and you can get a free chapter and learn more about the books at www hckaizen.com. Um, we listen and engage everybody in improvement. So, what do you think about this list? What would you add? You know, how does your hospital score on those ten dimensions of Lean and respect for people? Again, you can go to leanblog.org/31 if you'd like to comment, if you'd like to see this list, or if you'd like a, a graphical version of these uh, these ten points that you'd like to share. With others. Um, so, as always, I want to thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being a part of the Lean Blog community. If you'd like to subscribe to these podcasts, you can go to slash audio. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexis, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.